Listen in as five friends take turns weaving stories to the tabletop game of their choice. This is Five GMs in a Trench Coat. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Five Gems in a Trench Coat. My name is Tanner. I'll be your GM for today, and we're starting the finale, everybody. You guys ready? I'm nervous. We'll, we'll start on my right today. Am I on the right? Yes. Hey, guys. It's me, Tanlin. Okay, I play Devon. I'm so, 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 so nervous. I'm Jesse, and I play Titus, and he already died once, so he can't die again. That's against the rules. Um, that's untrue. Hi, I'm Kim, and I play Frankie and B, and I am also very, very nervous. But, you know, she got shot three times. She should be fine, right? <laughs> hey there, I'm Adam. I play uh, Jack and Otticelli, and listen, guys, nobody's going to die as long as we stay close up to Otticelli for him to raise your core temperature. We're going to be all right. So last we left off. You guys had returned from breaking Vargash out of prison, uh, and that was a whole thing. Jack stayed behind to help some of the prisoners escape, um, but you guys are bringing Vargash back to the Rebellion in the hopes that she can help you guys with whatever the next step is. Um, you had a conversation with B. Um, B learned some things, um, or B thinks she learned some things, we'll say, and if you wanna, if you wanna learn what she maybe thought she thinks she figured out, you can go back and listen to that episode. So, you guys are on a ship. You're on tandem ship, the BMTH, and Titus. Mm-hmm. You're looking out at the clouds, okay? Yeah. And it's been about a month since you guys got Vargash out of prison. Okay, a month of time has passed. So I have my sword cane then. <laughs> yes, you do have your sword cane. Nice. Um, so it's been a busy few months, or sorry, it's been a busy few weeks. Um, Mabel, for, for a long time, nobody was really saying anything, but every, Mabel was giving orders to kind of start preparing for something. It was, he didn't make it clear at first as to what you guys were preparing for, but a couple weeks in, he debriefed you on what the next step is. Um, now before that though, Titus, is there anything you would have been doing in the downtime? Um, I think around the headquarters, there's kind of a feel of like, oh, like, this is the point of no return now. Like, mm-hmm. like whatever comes next is, like, it. Either, like, something big happens. Well, something big will happen no matter what. But either something really good happens or something really rough is going to happen. Um, because Vargash is healing. Um, Mabel's giving orders to start stockpiling ammunition, weapons, what have you. Um, Titus, in those first two weeks, what do you think you're doing? Well, um, he's definitely training with his cane sword, because this is what he's wanted his whole life. <laughs> um, and I think he's kind of checking in with Chakura a lot, because he right now he's having some like moral quandaries on what he's going to do after the rebellion if they succeed. Are you still working with her to train her as a dragon rider? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's it. Okay. Um, yeah, so maybe as you're, like, looking out at the clouds, you're kind of thinking about, like, the cane sword training and uh, talking to Jakura about, you know, like you said, what the future, right? I think Tandem and you have been killing some time, too. Hell yeah, man. Um, <laughs> multiple ways, more ways than one. But Tandem seems rather um, sober. Not, I mean, literally, but 
less uh like joyful, less bombastic, you know? Kim. Yes. Who so we were a couple weeks ago with Titus, we're yeah. flashing back to the present, mm-hmm. you're on the ship. Uh-huh. Who's on the ship? Um B's on the ship. Okay. Um so B, um how are you like you have some traveling to do. Um like you guys have a little bit of a ways on the ship, so how mm-hmm. are you killing time right now? Um, well, before I think we got on the ship, I think she's been thinking a lot about what comes after this. Because mm-hmm. she's been very aware of the air, and I think it's been aware before Mabel even brought it up. Um, and I think she's been thinking a lot about what to do after. But she only thinks about that when she has free time, and, like, she barely had any free time because she's helping run the rebellion. Um, so she's been doing a lot of checking in on trainings, with, you know, whoever was going with them, um, making sure everything was good because it's kind of the first time she's leaving in a while, huh? Yeah, it's been a couple months probably. It's been a couple months, and so she's been doing that. And then also when she's had free time, she has been training again Mm -hmm. um, because she hasn't fought, and again, a couple months. And even then, I think, especially after she got her injuries, she wasn't, she didn't feel quite up to par um, and so she's trying to do what she can to maybe not have that happen again. Yeah, so so maybe you're kind of lost in thought like Titus on the ship, um, thinking about, like, those couple weeks of, like, training, helping, like, and also just ruminating on the nature of what the future's going to look like, right? Um, yeah, uh, Devon, um, you're on the ship. What are you thinking about right now? What, would, what did those first two weeks look like for you? I think... He's, I mean, like, he's always quiet, but I think it's, like, tenfold. Mm-hmm. And maybe he's honestly been just kind of, like, holed up in his room, not really talking to anybody, doing, doing his own thing. Oh, always, always doing his own thing. But, like... Are you still taking care of the dragons and stuff? Oh, yeah. He's not going to stop that, but it's just, like, um, he's just not. He's just, like, real, real quiet. Avoiding people and stuff like that? Yeah, definitely avoiding people. Okay. Um, Araceli. Ew. You're on the ship. Yeah. What's on your mind right now? Um, so how long has it been since we got Vargash again? He said two... It's been a month. A month. But, okay, okay, okay. Um, that, after those first two weeks, Mabel had some things to talk about. But those first two weeks were the kind of the only, like... So this, this is what we did in that interim, right? The yeah. two weeks? Yeah. You know, I think that... Odyssey's really been thinking about like the nature of magic mm-hmm. after seeing um, the the contraption, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, I mean, and he found it because of how magical it was. Yeah. And I mean, while he was gone, a big portion of what he did was finer tune his magic and more understand magic in the in a sense of like much much less like oh it's just like I shoot fire, big boom. It's more like oh like there's. Magic is, is life, like, my life. You know, like, it's like breathing. I can control it in different ways. Right. Uh, and I can... Med- and so I think, honestly, he's been doing a lot of, like, meditation. And I think he's... Because uh, it's one thing he picked up when he was... He started, like, finding his own se- uh, separate way to concentrate and work on his own magic. Right. But I think he's, once again, like, trying to dig deeper into the understanding of magic, as it were. Because he knows it's something you can learn. Mm-hmm. But it's always been intrinsic to him. Uh, he's pretty much been magical since he can remember... And so I think he's really trying to dig his heels in on the concept of what magic is and on how dragons use it, how he uses it, and how it's being bent 
and malformed yeah. to do something else, right? Totally. And so I think he's really trying to focus in on like seeing what he can do to that capacity, right? Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. I follow you. Yeah, so you guys are all individually on this ship kind of lost in thought, right? Mm -hmm. um, as I think everybody is. Even the crew around you kind of is just silently doing their work. Um, Tandem's not, again, being as rambunctious as usual. He's actually doing stuff, mm -hmm. being an actual captain. Oh. Um, then what is Jameson doing? <laughs> drinking like a motherfucker. <laughs> um, and then, maybe not all sequentially, but eventually you guys, your guys' minds move on to the discussion that Mabel had first with you and then everybody else. Mm -hmm. But um, you guys all furrowed into his office, right? And maps, as usual, right? Um, mm -hmm. A lot of notes and stuff like that. What's everybody feeling when you're walking into Mabel's office? Because, again, things have been a little, like, somber recently. Mm -hmm. So what are you guys feeling? Um, nervousness and uncertainty. I was thinking, like, general uneasiness. Just sort of, like, mm. Um, Devon looks great. <laughs> he's like, this is, this is like, he, he like, knows what he's here to yeah. do kind of thing. Mm -hmm. He's in his transformation era. Yeah. His skin is glowing. I think Titus is also a little excited. Finally gonna give the killing blow. Yeah. I think Adesali looks thinner again. Mm. Yeah, I think that's another thing. Like he, he, it's almost like the opposite thing. Like he doesn't look like unhealthy per se, but he looks thinner again. Like definitely eating less, probably doing less. Uh, he's just spending a lot of time being stressed out in a sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I hear that. That makes sense. So, you guys all walk into the room, and some of you takes your seat. Maybe some of you don't. Um, Tandem actually follows in a couple minutes after you guys. Um, Mabel doesn't say anything for a little bit. Titus slaps his ass when he walks by. <laughs> uh, oh. Tandem squeezes your arm. Adesali <laughs> um, uh, covers his butt and like sits down, like awkwardly, like <laughs> nervous. But eventually, Mabel breaks silence and he says, <clears throat> "All right, this isn't the last thing we're gonna do, but I need everybody to do the best that they can on this. This is important. It's important that we accomplish what I'm about to tell you." It's the only way I think we can start to make a difference and start to bring things down. So, and then he kind of puts like a giant piece of parchment, like scroll mm -hmm. parchment, right? And lays it out. And um, can everybody do me a favor? Mm -hmm. And can you guys roll me lore checks? History, knowledge, that sort of thing, right? I got a negative three. Okay. Yeah. I got a five. Okay. I got a four. Okay. I got a zero. All right. So, uh, Titus and Araceli, um, you guys look in this map, and it's, it's like blueprints. It's not like, uh, here's a map, of, mm, a beautiful map yeah. by a cartographer of this place. It's, a, it's blueprints of this location. Um, it's, to you guys, it looks like just um, a series of tiny sky islands, like, mm. not, like maybe a couple hundred feet across, mm -hmm. right? But they're all interconnected by like bridges or something like that. Um, and, and, but there's one, like, bigger Sky Island in the center. It's, again, still not huge. Like, it's not city-sized or anything. Mm -hmm. Um, and up from it, uh, Araceli, you're reading it. Um, Titus, you're a little distracted uh, by Tandem, apparently. Uh, I'm like, but he's still nodding his head, like, mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm like, I, I might be dumb, but I'm not as dumb as that guy. <laughs> um, RSL, you see, uh, that in the center of the Sky Island is a really tall, like, building. Mm. Um. But it doesn't, it's not clicking. Like, there's nothing that you, like, can think of. Okay. Um, B and Devon, though, um, not only, like, would do you recognize it, like, just instantly, like, 
but you're also some memories are kind of coming back of what it was like there. Um, mm. You two guys recognize this as um, Le Picure, the perch, right? So this is where dragon riders are brought as children, trained to be dragon riders. That's where dragons are kept. Like most dragons, like are kept, bred, that sort of thing, right? Um, it's like Dragon Rider HQ, Cavalier HQ, mm-hmm. basically. And it's also the location where Parliament frequently meets. Um, there's kind of a connection between the Cavaliers and the government. Um, they're kind of inextricably linked. So and so Parliament meets here, but they're not always here, right? Like, mm-hmm. it, they have a building that they meet in and they discuss, right? But um, mostly this place is known for being, like, Cavalier HQ. The, you haven't seen blueprints like this in a long time. Um, and, I mean, it's a lot to, like absorb all at once but it looks like a couple things have changed places have been moved around like buildings and stuff mabel says okay and he um brings out a quill dips it in some red ink um and then starts drawing and he says we're gonna attack lepicure we're going to if we don't take it over we're destroying the whole thing devon yes the first thing that we're gonna do is send you and whoever you need in to take out as many dragons as you can, okay? Heard. And then, I need the rest of you to do two things. Help keep dragon riders from the ships while they're bombarding Lepicure, the perch, the roost. And I need you to, once the bombardment has slowed down, after we've destroyed enough of their their infrastructure, I need you to start sweeping the place um, capturing anybody that you can defending yourselves when you need to and I need you to take some things but we'll get to that in a minute okay he's looking around at all of you um, kind of just like waiting like does that make sense like mm-hmm. uh, Nabil usually doesn't treat you guys like children and it's not that he's doing it now but he's kind of like working through it slowly I think mm-hmm. um, to anybody who's per- like emotionally perceptive enough to see this or to notice this um, it's kind of like he's Walking on eggshells, um, maybe, I mean, for obvious reasons, yeah. right? Um, but especially maybe because, like, Devon and B are here, and they're old school, and this is a little, like, even if they're now atheists, like, before, and they were, before they were Christians, you're still, like, assaulting, like, a church, and yeah. it's like, oh, this is weird. Like, I might, like, I was raised Catholic, and it's like, I wouldn't want to see someone blow up the Vatican. Yeah, like, yeah, that's, you know, it's a little, like, messed up. But, anyways, um, he looks at you all, like, individually, and just... Says, does that make sense so far? I think during this whole time, I think especially once she recognizes the map, she shoots Devon a look. And it's the kind of look that's kind of like analyzing your body language and asking if you're okay. Um, yeah, I mean, he looks... He doesn't look upset, per se, but he does look kind of gone, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, that, like, when he... <laughs> When he took a shot at the balloon, how he, he looked like then, then. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like that. Mm-hmm. That, like, soldier's like, oh, this is what I gotta do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that makes sense. Um, if n- nobody has any questions or if anybody says anything, then he continues. You said you look like when you shot at the balloon? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, definitely, like, <laughs> <laughs> catches it. Yeah. Oh, actually, um, B will raise her hand and be like, um, Mabel. He, yeah, B? Um, so, I remember we discussed, uh, is there still a plan to get the dragons out? Yes. Um, the first step of the plan is that Devon is going to go in and 
get as many dragons out as he can. Um, Devon will give you whatever support we can provide. You and I can talk later about what exactly this will look like, because I'll admit it's not you know exactly my forte, but we're gonna do our best. All right. <clears throat> um, Araceli. Yeah, I think honestly, doing that thing where he has his, like mouth like slightly like pursed open. Um, okay. I I get it. Uh, but this a lot of people are gonna die, and I'm not sure they've earned that fate. Um, <laughs> he kind of looks down, like Mill kind of like smirks and looks down. Um, and he says, Araceli, um, a lot of people will die. Um, we were going to do our best to make sure as few people die as possible because we're not, we're in, we're in this for the, we're doing this for the right reasons, but there's no avoiding this. There's no way to avoid it. I won't make you kill anybody if that's your choice. I said, defend yourselves. I didn't say you're going to start eliminating people. No, so I'm, I'm aware of that. Uh, I typically don't really kill people anyway sometimes it happens because uh, you know fire but the thing is right is that we're attacking their home and beyond that we're, we're bombing them and I get what have they done I, I, I we've, we've talked about it and I feel like it's been mentioned but how bad is it really so uh, maybe like at, at that actually that's a good um, segue Devon and B We'll start with both of you, because this is a shared experience. Um, oh, boy. As Cavaliers, your stories are different. Um, Devon, do you want to tell us what, as a Cavalier, originally, your, like, early career, what you did, like, what you were? Um, I was a snooty rich kid uh, who <laughs> raced dragons um, and was only a part of the Cavalier-like stuff because it gave him a dragon to, to race. Um, yeah. So... Devon, maybe when Aracella says that, it's a little funny that the kid's asking something like this, right? Like, he, there's nuances to it. But um, as you got older, like, memories of those times as a Cavalier kind of, like, morphed. um, And you kind of grew to have some understanding about them. For example, um, being a cool, rich racer, like, dragon rider kid is awesome. Um, But as you got older, you're like, oh, those people who were, like serving us sometimes like had chains around their legs or like you know sometimes like uh there would be like little riots outside of the um like racing the racetrack right um and you don't you didn't know why right like devon you're a racer right you're doing your job right but again as you got older you're like oh um, maybe there was something i was missing you know what i mean um b mm-hmm. what was why did you get in dragon riding what were you like as a young cavalier? Um, it's so funny because um, Devon and B's experiences are almost the same. Almost. Um, she didn't ask to become a cavalier. She didn't really want to. But A, she wanted the dragon because she wanted to become a dragon racer. And B, she had to take up the mantle because she had to take care of the farm and her family because her mother fell ill. And so that was kind of forced upon her. And so she pretty much was a young cavalier because she had to take care of the farm. And also because she didn't want to be a cavalier, but she kind of had to because that was her family. So 
Yeah, um, B, uh, I think your perspective is at least a little more holistic as a young person, right, than maybe Devon's was, but, um, it still doesn't, like, it didn't register it maybe until you were older that, like, yeah, things were bad, but, like, you know, there were times when agents of the Republic would knock on your family's door and be like, hey, we're seizing the land, and your mom used her status or connections to, like, get out of it, but, like, you know, it only pushed off the inevitable oftentimes, and... You both also remember the reason you're out of that game or got out of the Cavalier game was because of a really, we'll say, a really dicey situation (laughs) where the Republic manipulated events that there was a problem. They used you guys to eliminate it or try to eliminate it. And um, we'll leave it there for now. That's best left unsaid, I think. Um. But Araceli, mm-hmm. as a kid, and you are a lowlander, right? Yeah, that, I think that's one of the big things that, I mean, they've always kind of shit on us, <laughs> you yeah. know? But I'm not really under their thumb yeah. outside of the fact that I'm under them. Yeah, like literally, outside of being physically literally under yes, them, yeah. like, you're not from around, literally not from around here necessarily, right? Yeah, like, I, like, I mean, my family uh, has helped, like like the, the family, like they, they fund and yeah. they, like, give, like, goods and whatnot to uh, the Rebellion. And they, yeah. like, have that. That's why I'm aware of it. But, like, it's not one of those things where I haven't directly been affected. Yeah, 100%. And uh, Titus, like, I mean, as a pirate, like, I don't know that you'd talk about your, like, history um, prior to your life as a pirate. But as a pirate, you're kind of outside the system, too. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. B and Devon were agents of the system, even if it was short-lived, right? Neither you nor Araceli were ever really even inside of it, you know? Um, maybe, like, when you say that, Araceli, uh, Mabel just looks up at you. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, like, la- he laughs. He looks up at you. Um, Mabel says, Araceli, um, after we finish this, stay after and we can talk about that, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, I, but he seems amused. Like, he doesn't seem upset with you, uh-huh. just kind of like a... Oh, Araceli. Like, I think you know. Araceli likes that less. Yeah. That if, makes him more no, I, I in the situation. Yeah. I, I'm sure, you know? Um, so, Mabel starts going into the plan more. Um, Devon's going to go in first, and the details are going to be worked out later. Um, get dragons, as many as he can. Um, Devon, maybe you're looking at the blueprint, and you could probably... It's been, what, 30 years, 40 years, something like that, since you've been here. You could probably find, like, your way around again, but... Because, you know, you grew kind of grew up around there, but still, right? It's going to be rough. Um, I was going to go in first. Um, Sorry, like, imagine, like, having worked at Disneyland 40 years ago, and then, like, going to Disneyland there, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> you like, know? where am I? Yeah. <laughs> um, Devon, sorry, Devon's going to go in um, and get dragons out first. Mabel seems to indicate that hopefully that won't alert suspicion, though you're not sure why. There's mm-hmm. probably a plan to that that we'll get discussed later. Um, then he wants Devon or... Titus or B, basically just not Austin Rain and RSLE, to do some scouting around the area. Mabel says, um, hopefully, um, riding a dragon and acting like a cavalier means nobody will check for any identification while you scout the area. You don't need to get in too close. I just need to make sure a few things are where I think they are. Does that make sense? Okay. Um, after Devon starts working, after the scouting is done, he says... They're gonna, you guys are gonna bring a fleet. Like, I don't think any of you have ever been part of any, is this naval 
air warfare, like naval warfare, you know, like air naval warfare. But um, naval implies that like there are gonna be a lot of ships. Like this isn't like where, you know, it's just tandem kind of backing you guys up or oh, maybe a couple ships, right? Like he seems to imply like the reason you guys got Vargash out is because like she has enough pull to get a lot of people coming with you. Dude, Vargash is badass. Speaking of actually, um, I think it's kind of not discussed. Um, she broke, she's not, she's alive. She's okay. She's not going to be fighting though. Like she might be on the ship, but like people have been like some medical personnel have been looking over. She probably broke things that didn't heal right. You know, stuff like that. No, but she's so S tier though. <laughs> we need We need her to fight, dude. I mean, she, hey man. Can I know? raise her? Can I raise her core temperature? If you, I, out of care, like out of Mabel, if you probably asked Vargas to fight, if you're like, hey, Vargas, we really need you, she'd probably be like, okay. Oh, I know. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> we've yeah. seen Vargas. Yeah, we've, we've seen Vargas. Right? So, uh, yeah, uh, Devon goes in. Uh, while that happens, preferably, somebody does some scouting. But if Devon's the one who needs to do it because he's the fastest, that's fine, too. Um, you guys haven't heard from Jack, actually, um, in a little bit. He's fine. Yeah, I'm just letting you know. Like, Jack hasn't come back or anything like that. But, yeah. But, anyways, um, after the scouting... Then it's basically an all-out bombardment. The ships, like, they're... Mabel seems to imply that, like, regardless of what you guys feel, his plan is to just destroy the place. Like, wreck it. Like, again, like, not for the sake of casualties, but he... he, he first, he says it's a show of... Uh, it's a symbol, right? Um, it's a symbolic move. Um, but he doesn't add more to that. Um, while the bombardment's happening, he needs you guys to keep people off of the ships, right? Um probably fighting some more dragon riders mm-hmm. and then once that can slow down a bit the ships will continue attacking but they're not going to bombard for as long um he's gonna want you to get two items <laughs> so another lore thing there's a book it's a document of the republic um that outlines some of its core values from the beginning very standard like you know government like governmental like symbolic stuff right oh so it's the um we're stealing the fucking declaration of independence Independence and the uh the other one what's the other one our rights bill of rights bill of rights yeah for a for a for a audience's context kind of (laughs) um it's similar ish but there's some like religious stuff nonetheless um he does he wants you guys to take that he said but mabel's like we're not stealing it we're we're going to give it back to the people when this is done. When we can establish something more permanent, we want. I want this to. I don't want this. People need to see this. People need to be able to read this because it's not fair that it's stuck there, imprisoned there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, there's a uh, sword, another like symbolic thing. It's a like sword uh, gold like inlays mm. um made of silver like finely crafted silver right um another like symbolic like thing from cavaliers this isn't a republic thing this is distinctly a cavalier thing um being devon you both would know like this sword uh first cavalier almost engaged first dragon spilled the dragon's blood but the dragon gave him it was a whole thing so um once you steal the sword to uh, similar ish reasons a whole symbolic thing right um and then Mabel says, doing the, all of this might seem extreme, but Silver's been working on something since she joined us. You remember her magic that you saw on the ceiling, I think it was? I wasn't there. Um, 
but do you, out of character. For those of you who do or do not remember, and your characters may or may not remember, I know they'd all remember. This is a big deal. Arisali's uh, like, who's Silver? <laughs> oh, that's right. Arisali fucking wasn't there, dude. Like, I'm sure he's been briefed, like, roughly. Yeah. He's like, all right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> His magic interacts with, interacts with hers, he doesn't know. That's right. I forgot. About it. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, Plot points. <laughs> yeah. uh, Mabel's like, um, <clears throat> for uh, Araceli, since you weren't there, um, Silver, I'm sure you've met, and you guys have like once. Yeah. Um, she was showing me how to draw, and then I tried, and it was really bad. And she was kind of mean to me, so I just left. <laughs> and she's like, what? A kid? She's a kid. Yeah. She's no, because like, like the, the concept of being incredibly critical, because she's very good at something. Yeah, yeah. And I was not even close to as good at it. And I'm like, well, how's this? She's like, it's really bad. I'm like, what do you? What did you do wrong? And I was like, I gotta go. <laughs> um, Silver can um, make pictures move on their own through some sort of magic that I still don't understand. Um, but she's been working on several pieces that were going to fly over several major cities. Um, there's a message from her and I, um, that we hope will let people inform people, let people know that what's happening and that what we're doing is not just for us. Um, hopefully it'll clear, um, clear up some things. (laughs) I know this is dangerous. I know this, there's a lot to this plan, and I know people are going to die. But I think this is what needs to happen in order for things to get better. And, uh, like, there's a... Mabel pauses. Like, there's just quiet. Unless somebody says something, there's just quiet for a little bit. I have a question. Hmm? So, honestly, I can obviously raise the core temperature yeah. and raise temperatures in places. Do you think that in in the same sense uh, he can, like, lower temperatures by kind of pulling heat towards him? Yeah, I like that idea. Yeah. And so I think think for the first time ever, you guys kind of feel the temperature bottom out a bit, where it it just gets chilled in here. And I don't like, I I think I'm keeping the same face I've had, but the room gets, unlike anything you've dealt with Odyssey before, it gets noticeably, like, a little chilly here. Maybe, yeah, Mabel, like, starts, like, not shivering, but like, mm. you know, like a little tense, right? He says, we've compiled enough ammunition to last a few hours if we need to, but I'd prefer to finish things quickly if possible. Um, like I said, your goal after the bombardment ends is to get those items and leave. We're not trying to hurt more people than we need to, but Lepicure needs to fall in order for people to be okay devon um you can stay we need to work through your plan um and if you need anybody else they can stay as well but otherwise you guys are free to go so does any do you guys like leave do you say anything like devon obviously you have to stay but well you have to but i don't think devon's gonna say i think he's just gonna stand there he's not gonna like ask anyone to stay with him okay um does anybody else do you guys like have any questions or do you just head out yeah let's blow him up uh, Araceli and B? B's gonna stay. Okay. Well, I think I stay to get my talking to. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, actually, um, he says to talk to you about later, right? So, uh, okay. Mabel says, um, Araceli, I, I need to finish talking to Devon about some things. Um, you can stay if you'd like. Um, I don't think there's any, like, pertinent information that you need to, like, learn right now. But if, I don't, if you, if you want to stay, that's fine. Cool. And I walk out. Um, in... <laughs> Okay, no, you're good. In where I was standing, uh, my my feet had burned, a little, like, little feet marks in there, because I was heating up so much yeah, and yeah. drawing everything in. I just 
I like that. Maybe like there's like a not like smoke, but like that like little line yeah. of like smoke, and like Maple's a little quiet for a second. Mm-hmm. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the middle of the episode. Our first middle of the episode for the year. Happy New Year, friends. Our first ad of the year comes from our friends over on Tale of the Manticore. Are you looking for a D&D podcast for the dark side? Something more like Game of Thrones and less like Monty Python? Tale of the Manticore is part dark fantasy audio drama, part solo D&D RPG. There's no plot armor here. The dice make all the important decisions. Join me as I resurrect the excitement, wonder, and emotion of old-school D&D. Made for a mature audience, Tale of the Manticore is both a fiction and a game. It's the story where chaos rolls. Tale of the Manticore is a really cool D&D audio drama that if you want something a little bit more on the serious dark fantasy side, you should definitely check out. Before we get back to our regularly scheduled programming, I just want to say again, Happy New Year, friends. We have a lot of really cool things planned this year for the trench coat, and we're really excited to show them to you. So if you want to check that out and you want to see updates and stuff like that, be sure to follow our social medias at 5 Gems in a Trench Coat on Instagram and TikTok and threads now. And at 5 Gems Official on Twitter and Blue Sky. Alrighty, let's get back to the episode. Very tense, lots of scary things. It's the finale arc! Back to our regularly scheduled programming. B, uh, would you like to stay while Devon and I talk? She just nods her head. Okay. So, Devon, um, <clears throat> I'm sure you remember, uh, and he gets out his quill, or he dips it in some more ink, um, I'm not going to roleplay out the thing. He starts drawing, <laughs> like, he starts drawing, um, and there are a lot of stables, like, around, like, the actual, like, main building, right? Um, think, like, the Leading Tower of Pisa, but, like, taller, right? Like, structurally, right? That's what it kind of looks like. Um, but it's not leaning, obviously. Um, but uh, that's, like, the main place where, like, a lot of the, like, parliament meets at the bottom, and then some Dragon Rider meetings happen up further levels, right? The stables are around that kind of towards the edges of areas because it's easy to you know wrangle dragons into the stables up on the outside so devon you need to you need to figure out how to get dragons to follow you one right and there are like there are hundreds of dragons here right like i don't know how devon feels about that but no matter what it's going to be difficult to get dragons out right um not only do you need to get a bunch of them out you need to make sure that they you either need to put them in cages which means you need to start making cages now or purchasing them, right? Or ask me able to. Or put them on ships with crew members who the only dragon experience they have is with you guys or killing dragon riders, right? Or you fly them somewhere and you hope to God that you can keep leading them because it's it's going to be tough. Um, Asus Reina would have trouble, like, leading 100 dragons. Like, Siren, I mean, you know, who knows, right? Um, so... You have a bunch of stables on the outside that you need to hit. And you need to figure out how you're going to, like, wrangle these dragons and either store them or, you know, get them to travel. Mabel says, like, he'll give you what he can, and you can ask for ships if you need, like, a ship or two, right? But it, it's a tough ask, you know what I mean? Um. Well, Devon's been, like, because of his plans, mm-hmm. he, like, he's been, like, you know, 
dabbling in in like like researching mm -hmm. um flocking dragons and you know like yeah. all that all that kind of thing totally um and these dragons are like s well trained most of them will be but I, there are going to be some that are young or like you know rowdy you know yeah. but most of them will be pretty well trained if it's if it's like a majority then it should be it shouldn't be too much of a problem roll me there's... a lore slash history that's a four so you're thinking and back when you were a kid i don't or back when you were back in the day you know what young kids do these days but back in the day um You'd rear a dragon from hatching an egg. You'd hatch an egg, you'd rear the dragon yourself. You'd train them yourself, right? Um, if that's still the way things go, then most of the dragons should be pretty well trained. And if the standards are roughly what they were back in your day, then probably. But um, you guys would sometimes like capture young wild dragons that like were like children or like young, like didn't have a home, didn't have family, whatever. So maybe there's a couple of those in there. Maybe some of them will be a little more wild. Who's to say, right? So what do you think, Nivon? Um, remember that, um, Cavalier girl that we, um, yes. recruited, what's her name, Jane? Yes. She's far younger than me or B. Maybe she has a better understanding. Like, feel on this stuff? Yeah, I'd like her in my group. Okay. So, you want to make sure that Jane is with you guys? Yeah. With you, at least specifically? Actually, I think Devon might, like, pausing, like, thinking, thinking, it's like, Where's Jane? Remember that little girl? Um, we should get her in here. So, uh, Mabel stops, and like, for the audience's sake, you say like, where's Jane? Um, and maybe some flashbacks. Jane, like, has done a lot of like, scouting, because she's the most currently well-traveled. Like, like as a cavalier, she moves around a lot, so she's the best person to like, she knows the skies as almost as well as you guys do. But she also knows how to navigate the Republic a little better than you do, because again, you guys have been outsiders for a long time. So she's been almost like a spy scout sort of thing. Um, flash back further towards the present. Um, Mabel says, I, I think Jane gets back from a mission um, tomorrow, but we can talk to her if you'd like about her joining you. Yeah, she's younger than me. That's um, true. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> Um, and she probably has a better handle on how they're doing shit nowadays, uh, over there. I think that's fair to say. So I don't, I don't know if I want to make any, any plans without knowing full and well what I'm going into. I want to get all of those dragons out. Okay. Okay. Um, then we can table this for later, um, until Jane's back, maybe... Once she's rested, she's been gone for a while. Mabel agrees to table it for now. Um, be it, do you want to add anything? Like, are you just kind of listening? I'm just kind of listening, just trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah, sorry. Uh, what's the what's the timeline on this? So this is two weeks after Vargash. You guys have two weeks to prepare, oh. and then you're leaving. Yeah, sorry, sorry. I'd hate to uh, fuck with um, the timeline, but I think uh, it's all right. Yeah, it's okay. Um, and maybe, like, uh, he says, uh, I'll finish some work here, but um, thank you, Devon. And he looks up at you, and he's, like, kind of smiling. And um, maybe, like, even though there's still two weeks, it's kind of, like, a somber, like, like it's been good, Devon. It's been nice, you know? Yeah. Um, for whatever, I mean, whatever that's worth in a gaze, you know, in an expression. Do you turn and, like, start to head out? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, B, 
like Mabel kind of just smiles at you, like yeah, not like in any weird way, just like a you know, hi, B. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna stay behind. Okay. Um, Mabel says, um, "Would you like Devon to close the door on his way out?" Uh, yeah. Um, Devon, if you wouldn't mind, and he kind of points to the door. Yeah, he'll just close the door on his way out. Okay. Um, is everything all right, B? Um, yeah. I guess I just wanted to go over something with you before we start. I guess really getting into the nitty gritty. Of course. Um, what's on your mind? Um, so, given the nature of all of this, and I guess not necessarily the air of finality, but the air of finality, um, I just wanted to run by you first. Is it okay if I go on this mission? Um, he, I think he's kind of like. He tries to hide it, but maybe he picks up. He's a little taken aback, like surprised, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that you'd suggest it. Um, and he looks down, he bites his lip and thinks, um, yeah, um, B, if that's what you'd like to do, then that's okay. Um, I'll be frank. I was thinking about going myself as well. Um, and I'll also say, um, I don't know that it's a good idea for both of us to go. Um, I'd agree. And I, I, he, like, kind of swallows, right? Um, and he says, but if you'd like to be the one to go, then that's okay. Um, I can stay back here. I would like to go. I've done enough hiding in my lifetime that I think it's time for me to take that back. So. Okay. Um, whatever, whatever you need. Um, I just wanted to prepare you for... Me leaving. Thank you, B. Uh, I'll try to come back in one piece, though. Please do. Um, I don't know what we would do without you. And uh, do me a favor. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure RSL gets out. For me. If you can. Please. And I think there's just like a pause. And she's like... Yeah, don't worry. I won't let him do anything stupid. We can try our best, at least. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, maybe like Mabel like kind of backs up in his mm-hmm. chair uh, and um, gets to working again. Yeah. Um, and then I just kind of like tap the table. I'm like, I'll let you get back to work. Um, thank you, B. I'll keep you updated. Do you want me to close the door on the way out? Um, please. All right. I'll he just... kind of has his head in his hands as he closes the door. So then. Um, <laughs> You guys are all back on the ship in the actual present, the true mm. present, right? Um, and again, maybe you're not all thinking about the exact same time, but it's on everybody's mind, that discussion, right? Um, it's a little heavy, very different from how things kind of started, you know what I mean? Mabel's um, always been a little serious with his, like, debriefs, right? But um, it was uncomfortable for the first time in a long time. Um, yeah, uh, and then you guys have another... Like, your minds continue, and there's still two weeks of preparation to do. Um, Araceli, one of the first things that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, Mabel sits down with you, mm-hmm. um, and he, like, he calls you. Actually, he doesn't call you in. He goes to the, like, cafeteria, the mess hall with mm-hmm. you, um, and he sits down at a table, and you guys are eating, and he's starting to talk to you about, I don't know how much it goes over Araceli's head, like, political philosophy. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, like, I'm not going to get into it right but he starts going into like a lot of like thinkers of the past couple hundred years right, right? um origin of the republic like you know uh-huh. what it stood for um and 
it's he doesn't seem to be so much like um, telling you why things are bad so much as illustrating like what's wrong with the system. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense in his opinion? You know, so I think one thing that's interesting about that is because Adesai said it before, and he his big thing is that he just thinks everyone has should have access to freedom. Yeah, and to him, freedom's been flight, right? Yeah. Gaining the access, gaining access to the upper world, and like flying and shit has been huge for him. And so I think that in 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 going that it, it, maybe it does go over his head a bit less than the fact that it's like he doesn't understand it, but more than the fact that he just doesn't care. Yeah, that it's like yeah. oh, like I get that those old guys are saying shit, but yeah, like, like hey, you know, and but it, I think along with that though, it does demonstrate that perhaps there's. Like a dissonance there of yeah. like you know a disconnect yeah yeah that that no one not everyone can fly until one of these things yeah yeah and you know I, again I'm not gonna get into like what Mabel says exactly mm-hmm. right he start like I think towards the end of your conversation um, I don't know if he picks up that you're like not clicking exactly mm-hmm. but he starts to get a little more like um, tactile like uh-huh. realistic tangible with what he's telling you things like even if you can't see it that doesn't mean it's not there and that people can be hurting. Like, a, even if a system's okay, that doesn't mean it can't be better. Mm-hmm. And if people refuse to be better, you know, again, a lot of stuff like that, right? Um, again, I don't know how Maybe much... the people have an unable... <laughs> yeah, right? No, 100%. Maybe, again, it doesn't really, like, like click, but Mabel seems to be trying his best to impart some... Whatever he thinks is wisdom onto Araceli, right? I think I, like, grab Mabel's hand and I'm like, hey, you know... Um, I'm here. I'm gonna go, uh, and I'll make sure everyone's cool and safe. Uh, so it'll be okay. Um, he uh, he kind of is again like a little taken aback, and he, uh, he says, "Oh, um, thank you, Araceli. Um, we need that. We need people like that. We need people like you. And um, I'm glad that you're here and doing that. Um, thank you." And then uh, and then I think I just like I gotta read more books and like walks off. <laughs> Yeah, so maybe like like Arsai walks off, but like we like there's just Mabel and he's kind of just looking at you as you leave. Like you're not looking back, but he's just kind of looking at you, and you know you're gone. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, preparations. Uh, Devon, uh, Jane gets back and she looks tired. Um, you guys don't see her that much again because like Mabel seems to have trusted her a lot considering that she was a recently converted Cavalier, but mm. apparently he has kind of a penchant for that because Jack. Well, you know, is a re- is in that realm. You know what I mean. Jack has straight up murdered people for Mabel. Well, yeah, that's that's very true. Um, but Jane gets back and she looks tired. Um, Devon, you like see her like land with a dragon and she looks exhausted. So you're like, oh, yeah, maybe later. Like, no, you, you like go up to her now. She looks like it's fine. Obviously, she just looks like beat. Like you know, she's been out on a mission for a, probably a week or so. Yeah, she's gonna walk up and be like, hey, uh, sorry, uh. I need you. Devon. Um, hi. Uh, and she kind of, I'm going to roll, actually. Um, she says, oh, um, of course. Um, what's, what's on your mind? And she's kind of rubbing her eyes and her temples. Um, we are, uh, we're gearing up towards, uh, you know. Well, you might not know, but I suck it with words. Uh, come on, let's go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you just, um, just find um, someone who can explain it better than he can. <laughs> okay. Um, for sure. Do you, do you take her to, like, one of the team, or do you take her to Mabel, like? Uh, to Mabel. Okay. Um, 
Uh, Jane like following you and says, "Oh, uh, Devon, is everything okay? What happened?" Um, you're just uh, you're needed. Just let's we'll we'll talk about it. I'm I'm bad. I'm sorry. Let's go. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh. Says, oh. Okay. Is every is is everything okay? Um. Did has any did anybody get hurt? Like. Oh no! Not yet. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Um. So yeah, I think Jane keeps asking questions that apparently don't get many answers. Um, on your guys' way there, like honestly, he's like walking. He's like, "Oh, Jane, you can help save the dragons." What? What dragons? Ah, <laughs> just please. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into it once we're in the office. <laughs> uh, so bring her to Mabel's office, and Mabel's not there. Oh, he's out of his office. I didn't think this through. Uh, it, so so Devon, do you attempt as best you can to repeat what? Mabel told you? Yeah. Roll me a flat. Minus one. Um, alright, so, like, Devon, you know, like, in your mind, you're like, I know what I need to say. Yeah. But saying it, you're like, oh, that's not technically what that was, or like, oh, that could be misconstrued, or oh, that's not actually a part of the plan, I was just kind of thinking about that, you know? Um, and Jane looks, like, a little horrified. <laughs> like, um, roll me a, uh, what's it called? What's that skill called? Oh, you guys, I'm a dear. Yes, Romeo rapport. A one. Oh. Well, okay. Um, maybe again in your like scatterbrainedness, um, you forget until you recognize the horror on her face. You just told like a relapsing Catholic or whatever, you know, like huh. a lapsing Catholic that you're blowing up the Vatican. And and like you just keep going, right? Like it's you think about it, you recognize, oh, she's probably really messed up by that information, but I gotta tell her the rest of the plan. <laughs> not, not just about your church. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, your church, where your friends are. Literally, literally. Yeah. Remember, you know goes, that church you got baptized at, where the old ladies would give you pancakes in the morning? Yeah, we're gonna blow that shit up. <laughs> She's not even been with you guys a year. I just want to remind everybody. I mean, that's literally not live. It's on her. <laughs> you mean on on Devon? Yeah. Yeah. Um, nonetheless, you finish. Uh, Jane kind of looks at you. Sir bags under her eyes, like look hor- hair strung out. She looks a little horrified, but says, okay. And you need me? Why? Oh, you. It's fresher in your mind what it's like over there. Devon is so bad at this. <laughs> There's a reason why he's a soldier and he just does what he's told. Um, I, I want to get all of the dragons out. Okay. And I want to know what I'm going into, and I'd like you to help me. Okay. Okay. Um, it's like, for your information, Devon, it's like 4 p.m. And Jane says, can I sleep? (laughs) I'll help you, but can I sleep? I'm so sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, I'll talk to you tomorrow, Devon. And she just turns and walks away. It was so bad. Yeah, what a nightmare that was. Dude, for real. That was rough. He's, he's going through something, dude. Yeah. He's trying his best. <laughs> it's not good enough. But Jane leaves. Mm. Um, she gets back to you the next day. Um, and she starts pointing out, like, oh, this is, like, they've done some reorganization, Devon. Like, it's been, been decades, right? Um, this is where certain dragons, like, they keep dragons in different ways now. Like, there's new technologies for, like, saddles, stables, right? Um... A lot of stuff that you're like, oh, that'd be really nice to have, actually. <laughs> um, 
But they also keep dragons um, mixed more... Mi originally, when you were a kid, um, or when you were training, um, they kept um, dragons, like, of the same type, like, in roughly the same place. That led to fights a lot of the time, because big dragons like to fight other big dragons. Um, it's, like, you know what I mean? But now, um, they mix them a lot more, so that that happens at least a little less. So... It's, you can't really plan around, like, what types of dragons you're going to wrangle. You're just wrangling random ones. I mean, functionally, right? Like, I'm sure there's a... Like, Jane doesn't know the intricacies of the stabling system because it's not her, wasn't her job. But for you, that means, all right, I'm just grabbing dragons. There's no rhyme or reason to this. I'm just getting them. Like, get, getting, like, whatever I can get. You know what I mean? Um, she... Eventually, you guys get to Mabel, and he gives you a smaller version of the map, right? And you start, like, drawing on it, right? The stables are, like, seven of them. Um, getting And they're all spread out relatively, like, in about a mile radius. So there's a lot to, like, uh, a lot of room, like, a lot of ground to cover. You know what I mean? Um, but Jane says she'll help you. Uh, there's also some, like, um, they, Jane suggests using bait. Um, at least to, like, get dragons out and to maybe have them follow you at first. She's got no suggestions after that. That's kind of on you. But that's her, like, contribution to, like, the plan. Maybe we can use bait to get him out, you know? What are you thinking? I'm thinking that the... Just get the little treats bag and shake it. <laughs> yeah. Do it, Jack Carrot on a stick. Yeah. Um, Gosh, yeah, baiting to get them. And then I think the idea of having, like, a few ships to land them on and, like, cor corral, is that yes. the word? Yes. Like, and in, in keep them on in order to get them out of there might be good because trying to fly them out might be um, difficult. too difficult. You would need to alpha dragon it yeah. hard. Yeah, and I don't think Siren's uh, up to that. Okay, um, then I think that means we're going to have to train some people on how to handle dragons. And we have, and she like looks around, two weeks to do it. Easy. Okay. And she like <laughs> kind of like purses her lips. Okay. Because I already have, like, a small, a few people that help me around with the, um, yeah, with I mean, the roost, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, like, you've seen Titus, like, training Jakira, too. Like, like it's True, not yeah. non-doable. Um, and yes, you do have helpers, right? But, um, the tough thing about this is that they need to, you can bring some of the people who are not, like, the, a lot of the people who help you at the roost are non-soldiers, non-sailors, right? You can bring them, but they'll be in the middle of a battle, right? So that might be a little tough. Or you can train, like... The situation is you can either take some of the people from the roost, train some new ones, and kind of have like some non-soldiers among the soldiers, so they're going to have to try and weather all the stresses of war while they do it. Or you can train like a bunch of like Tandem's men and some of Vargish's like friends, right? They'll at least withstand the war better, like the battle better, but you got to teach them a lot of information in a really short amount of time. I think I'd rather with the the people who are weathered for war because I can't have people going into shock seeing us bombard an entire, like, thing yeah. while, I, while I need them to focus for me. Yeah, I hear you. Um, so I'd probably do that. Okay. And Devon, Devon trains dragons, which are the, the stubbornest things. He could train a human, sure. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, so then, yeah, I guess, the like, Devon, just to make sure I understand, mm. the rough plan is to, like, get there. You you are the first person that, that gets to act, right? So you take the ships you need, and the 
I guess you and Jane, right? Um, and you start getting dragons out of the stables and then taking back on the ships, right? That's kind of your job? Yeah. yeah, baiting them out, getting them to follow me to the the ships at least. That should be easier than trying to get them all the way flocking me, all hopefully. the way where I need to go, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, um, and then getting you on the ships and corralling them with help. This sounds like a foolproof plan. I'm 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 just kidding. I'm just teasing you, Jalen. I for a second I couldn't tell if you were being sarcastic. I, I just... No, no, I I I'm I'm being sorry. I'm only I'm only teasing you a little bit. Oh, okay, okay. There's no good way to do this, right? Yeah. So I mean, hey, I think it's a pretty good one for what you got. Yeah, and Tanlin's not the best at making plans. And Tanlin's a little dumb dumb. And hey man, Devon struggles with words sometimes, you know? Yeah. Devon is me. Um, so, Devon is a part of me, so. That's deep, bro. So, um, you and Jane are working on that. That's probably the most of your two weeks, um, is now training people. Um, Tanley, can you give me some rolls? Good lord. Dragon Rider minus one. That's. What's your report, actually? That's a six, um, with the minus one. Um, my report is a plus one. Okay, no, I, we'll make it flat then. So. That's a seven. That's a seven, yeah? Uh, yeah. Okay, so uh, roll me two more. That one's a five. One more. And that one's a four. Okay, four, five, six, four, five, seven. Okay, so you grab whatever people you can and start training them, like like who seem like either sturdy or like maybe interested in dragons, you know. Um, and you're training the best you can in the two weeks you have. Jane's helping kind of like as your assistant, right? Like an assistant coach almost. Um, and the only dragons, I mean, you have your dragons to like show, but there are so many more breeds out there that have so many other intricacies. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to this, um, but they seem to be catching some of it. Like they're not, most of them aren't dumb and you're doing a good job teaching them for the most part. So. Because like, eh, the basics, the basics usually cover what needs to be done. Yeah. <laughs> Not everyone can Chris Pratt it like Devon can. Yeah. But, you know, no like... Intrinsic, dude. Uh, dragons are social creatures. If you learn, like, how they interact with each other, you can learn how to interact with them yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah, that's your two weeks. The next two weeks, most for the most part, right? Um, don't worry, I'll come back to you just in a minute. Um, Titus. Mm-hmm. Um, what are those two weeks, next two weeks look like for you? Before, like, the last two weeks before the... You know, um, I think you just probably be helping Devon with training the dragon riders. Yeah? You think you're going to help? Yeah. Do you try and get Jakira along? Yeah, yeah. Because, uh, I mean, she she has the second most training uh, yeah. other than us. So. Yeah, that's true. By default, she is, like, a, the second most. Outside of Jane, obviously. Mm. Yeah, so then, uh, Titus, maybe, like, one day you and Jakira are training alone. Like, you know, like, you guys have gone off or something like that to talk. And, uh... Jakura, uh, she, maybe you guys are, like, just taking a breath. You're both sweaty, like, mm-hmm. you both have been exercising a lot, um, working hard. And there's a moment of silence. And then she says, um, are you ready for what's about to happen? Oh, I've never been more ready for anything in my life. She, there's a pause, and maybe she, like, looks at you, like, kind of pointedly. And she says, uh. Okay, I, I'm glad that you feel ready for this, Titus. Um, I just want you to know, you need to make it back, okay? 
Don't worry about me, I got the Titus mask. Nothing could happen when I got that on. Those men didn't die so that you could fall now. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, Titus isn't good about talking about himself. He's like, yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, and I got, we got this new crew to look after, so and Tempest seems to be warming up to them, so. There's more work to do, Titus. Oh. But is there, like, once, let's say we, we win this, right? Let's, let's say that somehow we, we pull this off, and the, Mar- Mabel is in charge, or, or B. Mm-hmm. Would I be betraying everything that Titus stands for if I stick with them afterwards? I, I think they're, like, she doesn't respond for a second, right? It's a good question. And she says, um, I never said that the work that needs to be done has to do with this. And she kind of, like, looks around, like, at the island you guys are on, like, you know, towards the HQ. Um, I just said there's more things to be done. Titus has more things to do. And I think you're the person to do it. Uh, well, I don't know about that, but... I mean, I'll do my, I'll do my best. Finger guns. <laughs> um, she says, okay, Titus. Okay. And then uh, she, like, moves on, right? Um, maybe it lingers in your mind a little bit, mm-hmm. but Jakira seems to at least move on. And that's where we're going to end it for today. Thank you, everybody, Thank you. for listening to this episode of Five Gems in a Trenchcoat. Um, yeah, we have some plug, some plug to stuff. We have some stuff to plug. Um, if you really like this uh, and you like what we're doing here, you can go ahead and follow us on um, at Five Gems Official on Twitter, and then at Five Gems and Trenchcoat on everything else. Correct? Uh, it's Five Gems Official on Twitter and Blue Sky, um, and at Five Gems and Trenchcoat on Instagram, TikTok, and we're now on Threads. So if you want to follow us there, amazing. Um, also, if you really like what we're doing here and uh, you enjoy our content, we have more content that we make. Uh, almost all of us are on Adavans Armory, A D A V A N S uh, at Adavans Armory on everything. Um, we make a lot of, uh, like 5e homebrew content, really fun. We have a great time doing it. Um, you know, always have stuff in the works. Uh, Tanner, I believe you're working on something. So I have a little webcomic I'm doing. It's called Wisteria Falls. You can find us at Wisteria underscore falls on Instagram. And if you search Wisteria Falls on Webtoon, you'll find us. It's a fun little thing about a little town. And I, hi, (laughs) hey, it's me, uh, Gremlin Frog Art. There's two G's in there. I do art on, um. A lot of shit. I do a lot. Mm. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, you can also join our Discord. You can hang out with us. We're super fun in there. Um, and you can also visit our website if you want to learn a little bit more about us, if you want to find out where to listen, and all that fun stuff at 5 com. Yeah, and we're also um, working towards uh, getting new uh, audio uh, equipment. Um, and if you feel like supporting that, or if you like supporting us getting beverages, uh, we drink a lot of energy drinks on recording days, uh, you can go ahead and support us on our Ko-Fi. We have a Ko-Fi... Um, uh, that should be ko-fi.com slash five gems in a trench coat. Yeah, and I think that'll be everything, correct? Yep. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Thanks, guys. Bye. Hello, hello. Thank you for listening to Five Gems in a Trench Coat. Be sure to follow us on social media at Five Gems in a Trench Coat on Instagram and TikTok and at Five Gems Official on Twitter and Blue Sky. You can also join our Discord. You can find out how to join on any of our social media accounts or on our website, fivegemsintertrenchcoat.com. If you like the episode, please rate us five stars and leave a little comment. And if you'd like to support us further, you can leave us a little tip on our Ko-Fi at ko-fi.com slash 5 gems and a Thanks, and catch you in the next episode.